0: another explosive filing in dominion's 1.6 billion dollar defamation lawsuit against fox and it was just unsealed more emails more text messages and more deposition transcripts that we have not yet seen before today have been released showing how fox maliciously and intentionally spread election disinformation about the 2020 election. The decision to spread election disinformation went all the way up to the top to Rupert Murdoch himself. His deposition transcripts were prominently featured in this recently unsealed filing. The filing also exposed Rupert Murdoch using Fox to promote Republican candidates like Lindsey Graham, providing the 2020 Trump campaign with Biden campaign TV ads before they were even released, and providing other confidential information that Fox had received about Biden, like deposition prep stuff and things like that. Some real frightening and despicable stuff here. On the topic of frightening and despicable stuff, Donald Trump went on his social media platform over the past 48 hours to again threaten and attack special counsel Jack Smith, calling Jack Smith, and this is a direct quote from Donald Trump, a mad dog psycho, a thug, and further attacking Jack Smith's wife and family and friends. Look, folks, we've said it before and we'll say it again. Trump is a menace to the world. He is a menace to democracy who needs to be locked up yesterday. After the Republicans were called out and exposed for their plans to repeal or sunset Social Security and Medicare, they're now shifting gears, right? They're shifting gears to cut trillions of dollars in Medicaid, to cut $600 billion in the Affordable Care Act funding, to cut $400 billion in food stamps, and to have the budget for the Head Start program, which provides comprehensive early childhood education, health and nutrition, and parent involvement services to lower-income children and families. And Republicans intend to demand... That this be implemented or they are going to force america's debt into default to cause america to forfeit on its full faith and credit president biden has responded we will talk about it here and in between calling for civil war and national divorce for red states The MAGA Republican leader, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is pretending to be a fitness influencer and she's posting videos of herself flailing violently and Oddly, from pull-up bars and and doing push-ups, yeah, you're, you're seeing it right here. She's posting this for the for those who are just listening and not watching. What? Thank me later, and for those, for that, and for
1: those watching, <laughs> I am
0: so I am so sorry. As I said before, you are watching fascism. Meet weirdness, and we cannot let ourselves ever be gaslit that this is normal as large media networks try to do. But there's no doubt that there is a genuine civil war, if you will, going on within the Republican Party right now between the Trump and DeSantis factions. For example, CPAC, which promotes itself as the organization and go-to event of domestic terrorists, (laughs) led by a man who was recently sued for groping the genitals of a Republican male staffer that's now being viewed as essentially a Trump event. So DeSantis and Pence have said they aren't going there because they're going to get booed. And you have Trump continuing to attack DeSantis every day and calling him de sanctimonious. Look, enough of this MAGA Republican madness, people. We need stability. We need decency. We need compassion. We need Competence. This is the Midas Touch Network. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by my brothers Brett and Jordi Mycellus. I don't know if you noticed on that intro, I'm not tired right now. With all of the madness, I've been trying to make the tone. Uh, People have noticed. Guess, People have calm, noticed. Then. Yeah, I, very I, calm. I need be because the reality is. Is that it does when I see some of this weirdness and this fascism, it does kind of make me upset. Um, but I just think a calmer projection of, of it um, is probably a better way to. I
1: think it's health. I think it's healthier for you, B. I think it's probably better on your blood pr- blood pressure that you uh, react like that, but. Yeah, I, I could see it both ways. I like both it's of your fun. deliveries. When you watch
0: the video like that of Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, how else sometimes are you supposed to what react? What was that? how are you doing, Brett?
2: We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But it's nice, Ben, because this is a, a little respite for people from the chaos where we get to dissect the chaos and we get to expose just how ridiculous it all is. And sometimes you need to expose the ridiculousness and the silliness and the weirdness of the fascism. But what we have really seen today, I mean, when I saw the Fox files that were released, what was it, last week? Yeah. I my My jaw was on the floor. When today's dropped and I started to read through this filing in the Dominion $1.6 billion defamation suit against Fox, where we saw even more correspondence internally at Fox between executives, between hosts, between producers, we got to see bits and pieces of the Murdoch uh, transcript of his deposition. And reading those just shows truly the powers that we are up against here, folks. I mean, this is really, really no joke. And that's why this community is so important. And that's why it's all the more impressive that all of you, think about this, all of you were able to take on this Fox propaganda machine. And they were targeting Senate races. They were targeting congressional races. They were spreading lies and disinformation and still do to this day. But I'm specifically talking about the 2020 election right here. But they were doing all that. And you guys stood up to them and you guys defeated them. And that's why this community is so important. And that's why it's so essential for us to dig into this. I am excited to dig into this. I am enraged. And I'm trying to keep my calm voice on too, Ben, because I could be screaming about Murdoch here and all the corruption that's going on at Fox. Uh, but a lot to talk about, but right off the bat, I just want to say, thank you, Midas Mighty. Thank you to this community because it's you that is the antidote to this poisonous fascism that is pervading this
1: country. Jordy, how are you, sir? I like that, Brett. That was really, really well said. That's
2: off the dome. I bet it was. It seemed off. You're a poet. Look,
1: I want to mix it up here real quick. I'm doing great. What we tend to do at the end of the show is tell people to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm doing that now. Look, we just crossed over 900,000 subscribers on the YouTube. And it's all thanks to you who watch every single day and listen every single day. So please, right now, we're on our way to 1 million subscribers. We've deemed it the Midas Million Member Subscriber Marathon Month. We're going to hit a million. Just come on, hit subscribe, and let's hit that 1 million this month. Let's do it.
0: Well, I much prefer you telling people to subscribe to our YouTube channel than how you started off the last podcast I, by I telling everybody was, how you had a hairy back and how you want to shave I your hair. I, 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 thought that,
2: I, I thought that's where it, they yeah. was heading, too. I was worried. I wasn't sure how that transition was
1: going to work. After what did what, you say, Jordy? You, you had shaved, to shave your back? I said I shaved. It's such a lawyer move by Ben right there. You said you had you're just you're just connecting two lines. I didn't say that, Ben. I said I shaved my back. Today, I'm wearing compression shorts. Why? So I could be more aerodynamic. Okay, now we're getting back now. We're getting
2: back to TMI. But you know, that's what you get here at the Midas Touch Network, folks. Full transparency. Oh, wait. Full (laughs) transparency. Evidently of Jordy's body. I don't even know what the heck is happening these days.
0: All right. You're talking about my cross exam of Jordy. Let's talk about some real cross examination, though. And this is of the Dominion lawyers in their $1.6 billion defamation case against Fox. So The prior drop of text messages and emails and deposition transcripts came from Dominion's motion for summary judgment, where Dominion is essentially asking the court, look, court, at this point, we have overwhelming evidence that Fox committed defamation of our character, of our reputation. We want you, Judge, to automatically find that there is liability here. So let's just move on to the next phase, which is damages. So let's just go to the jury on damages alone. And you may remember, for example, like the Alex Jones case, even though it was held on a different grounds because he didn't participate in discovery, so he was found in default, but that case was only on damages. He was already found to be liable. But essentially, that's what Dominion was asking. Find Fox liable based on all of the facts. No reasonable jury could ever disagree with us. The facts are just so overwhelming. So that's what that filing is. Fox, however, also filed its own motion for summary judgment. By the way, this is all going on in a Delaware Superior Court. And Fox is arguing to the judge, we want you, Judge, To not even let this case get before a jury we think that we have all of this immunity under the first amendment there's a neutral news gathering privilege which we think we fall under we want you to grant summary judgment for us and dismiss this case brought by dominion so the filing that was unsealed today was a filing made in early february by dominion which is the opposition to the Fox motion for summary judgment. Now, if the court denies all of these summary judgment motions, which I actually think the court will probably just deny all of the summary judgment motions and just let it go before a jury because courts want to sometimes make the safe move in high profile cases. And obviously Fox does not have a leg to stand. And I think the court should grant Dominion's motion for summary judgment. But what is
2: Fox's motion for summary judgment? Like what are they, what are they asking for?
0: Dismiss the case. Um, Dismissed under the, the – dismiss the case. They're just that, so,
2: they're, it's just so baffling to me because they're so guilty. Like, they're, well, and, they're,
0: <laughs> and, and, and their argument is the following. These crazy conspiracy theories that were out there were newsworthy. When a former president or then president is spreading conspiracy theories, we have an obligation to cover the conspiracy theories. And that's what we did. And we talked about the conspiracy oh, theories on our program on. because as a news program, these were things, and they they claim that this is something called like the neutral news gathering privilege, among other give arguments. Me a break. So that's but that's what their argument is. And the give me an effing break is basically what Dominion argues in this filing. So Dominion goes, Really? You claim that you are the neutral news gathering, that that's what was going on here. Let me show you these emails, deposition transcripts, and text messages. And by the way, it goes all the way to the top to Rupert Murdoch. So I want to give everybody the context of like what this motion is. Why are we getting these messages, not just oh, these messages just kind of came out of thin air. No, it's in that context, in that posture. So let's go through this. And so this was one of the ones that I thought were just so outrageous. And one of the things Dominion lawyers do a great job is they put some of the most compelling stuff right at the front of these motions. So when asked why Fox continues to give a platform to people like Mike Lindell, who continues to this day, to spout lies about dominion, Murdoch agreed that it's not red or blue, that what it comes down to for him is it is green. In other words, it's about the money. And that's what Murdoch said in his own words. Rupert Murdoch also acknowledged in his deposition that numerous Fox hosts had endorsed at times this false notion Of a stolen election. And just look at the kind of excellent cross examination here. Question This is from Dominion's lawyer. You are aware now that Fox did more than simply host these guests and give them a platform, correct? Answer This is from Rupert Murdoch. I think you've shown me some material in support of that. Question. In fact, you are now aware that Fox endorsed at times this false notion of a stolen election. Answer, not Fox. No, not Fox, but maybe Lou Dobbs, maybe Maria as commentators. Question, we went through Fox hosts, Maria Bartiroma. Yes. Answer, yes. Come on. We went over Fox host Janine Pirro. Answer, I think so. Fox business host Lou Dobbs. Oh, a lot. Question, Fox host Sean Hannity. Murdoch, a bit. Question, all were in that document, correct? Answer, yes, they were. Question, about Fox endorsing the narrative of a stolen election, correct? Answer. No, some of our commentators were endorsing it. Question, about their endorsement of a stolen election? Answer, yes, they endorsed it. So I just want to applaud the lawyer there, though, for... Uh, Dominion, because you saw Rupert Murdoch trying to wiggle out of it, right? He was saying, "No, it's just the commentators." Goes, okay, let's go through so the it's commentators. Like it's their opinions
2: of the com- its the opinions of the commentators. It's not the Fox News opinion. Oh, is it our entire primetime lineup and all Everybody? of our commentators throughout the day? Everybody who we air on our network. Oh, sure. It doesn't mean we endorse it if we air them all day <laughs> long. It's it's uh, it's so absurd. We but
0: by the it. way, go back to the very first page of that deposition tra- right there. Perfect. So going to my point why I'm trying to give our listeners and viewers the perspective of what the law is here and what Fox is arguing, that this is like a neutral news gathering immunity that they're arguing. It's the exact question that the lawyer's asking, right? And the lawyer doesn't phrase it and say, did you violate the neutral news gathering immunity? But this is how she phrases it. You are aware now that Fox did more than simply host these guests and give them a platform. In other words, The Fox hosts did more than just be neutral gatherers, right? And then answer, I think you've shown me some material in support of that. In other words, that right there to me deads the summary judgment motion. And the lawyers for Dominion knew that, but that's why that question was just so brilliantly done. But you go on throughout this filing, for example. Rupert Murdoch, we learn, gave Jared Kushner access to Fox confidential information about Biden's ads, apparently showing them to him before they were public. And when you see this, for those watching, you see the deposition or you see portions of the filing. I'll read it for those just listening. During Trump's campaign, Rupert provided Trump's son-in-law and senior advisor Jared Kushner with Fox confidential information about Biden's ads along with debate strategy. Um, And now when you see there, it says EX600, R Murdoch 2106-9, 213-17-20, EX-603. What that just means is Exhibit 600. R Murdoch means that's the deposition of Rupert Murdoch. And where this is specifically admitted to by Murdoch is page 210, lines 6 through 9, page 213, lines 17 to 20, and Exhibit 603, which is likely an email where the preview of Biden's ads were turned over by Murdoch. Directly by Murdoch to Jared Kushner. So that's what that means. If you're following along with the filing and you see like, what is all the? What are all these words there? That's what it means. These are just direct quotes from deposition transcripts. Right. It's not spin. It's not exaggeration. It's not these a are the theory types.
2: that that oh maybe this happened. No, it sure seemed like they were working together. This is Rupert Murdoch himself saying it, and it really shows you that the phrase is true that every accusation with these people is always a confession Mm -hmm. every single time. How often has Trump in his deranged posts, in his deranged speeches that he gives around the country to these weird crowds in bizarre parking lots and and various places, does he say, they spied on my campaign. They spied on my, they spied on my campaign. Meanwhile, he Fox, Rupert Murdoch, Jared Kushner were all colluding together and were actually spying on the Biden campaign. That's what we're learning here. And just think about the breach of trust here. There's the, the breach of just basic business ethics. The Biden mm-hmm. campaign buys an ad. Ads ad time on Fox News. Rupert Murdoch finds out about it. And the first thing he does is he runs to Jared Kushner and the Trump campaign to give him a, an exclusive sneak peek on the ad that Biden's running. That right there is collusion. That right there is election interference coming from Fox. This is not a news network. This is a propaganda network. If anything, this is also just like a, a super PAC. This is a political organization. This has this is not even resembling any bit of a news network.
0: I agree with you, Brett. And you remember when the political action arm of Midas took tried to buy an ad on Fox mm-hmm. about the January 6th insurrection and we just displayed the facts. They refused to run it despite the fact that the Midas political action arm was wanted to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in order to run that ad. they refused to do it. They suppressed that. Um, and that ultimately kind of like I wonder if, Rupert Murdoch was ultimately involved in that decision because I I think he probably was. We see how intimately involved he is in all of these decision makings. Let's go down, Brett, to what we have marked as photo 11, which is a Lachlan Murdoch to Suzanne Scott. Suzanne Scott's the CEO of Fox. And this is about Fox's coverage of a November 14th pro-Trump rally. And um, going into the filing, Scott responded, yes, thanks. And when Lachlan then criticized Leland Vitter's coverage as, quote, smug and obnoxious, Scott said she was, quote, calling now to direct Vitter's producer to fix the issue. And indeed, she did. Executive David Clark reported, quote, also got a call by Jay who heard from SS Suzanne Scott, the CEO, that Leland was being smug and condescending. I texted him and told him to cut it out And DCEP spoke to him, other executives spoke to him. Lachlan even gave his input on the Chiron that appeared at the bottom of the broadcast, telling Suzanne Scott, the CEO, quote, the ticker at the bottom of the screen is all wrong, way too wordy and anti-Trump whenever possible. Like, Why is it like this? Um, And then there's the one that basically says, the narrative should be a huge celebration of the president. They want this weird conspiracy theory pro trump rally that the narrative should be a celebration of Donald Trump there. I mean again, just think about that. And so here's here's one that Rupert Murdoch um more from the deposition of Rupert Murdoch. Um and you this was a question. And you could have said to Suzanne Scott again the CEO or the host with all of these election deniers that you're putting on like Rudy Giuliani and let's just pull it up here. This is right now for those listening, we're just pulling up the deposition. Rupert confirmed Murdoch in his deposition in page 145, lines 8 through 13, exhibit 600. Again, this isn't my opinion or Midas touch opinion. This is what Rupert Murdoch said in his deposition. Rupert confirmed that he, quote, could have told Suzanne Scott, stop hosting Sidney Powell. He said the same about Giuliani question. And you could have said to Suzanne Scott, who's the CEO, or to the host, stop putting Rudy Julie on the air. Answer from Rupert Murdoch, I could have, but I didn't. I could have, but I didn't. Think about that. Um, Go to this next one. I think it's photo 14, which talks about how on January 5th, 2021, a day before the insurrection, There was all of these conversations by um, Rupert Murdoch and others about putting out a statement. Um, Could they put out some statement before January 6th to stop the myth that the election was stolen? They ultimately didn't. And this is, I think, one of the most powerful portions of this filing by Dominion. Here it goes. Rupert understood that Fox could do something about the false claims. Indeed, he believed that Fox was, quote, uniquely positioned to state the message that the election was not stolen. Yeah, because they spread it. On January 5th, Rupert and Scott, again, the CEO, that's who Scott is, discussed whether Hannity, Carlson, and Ingraham should say some version of the election is over and Joe Biden won. He hoped those words, quote, would go a long way to stop the Trump myth that the election was stolen. Scott, again, the CEO of Fox, told Rupert, and here's the part I want everyone to pay attention to, that, quote, privately, they are all there. But, quote, we need to be careful about using the shows and pissing off the viewers. So nobody made a statement. The next day was January 6th. And this portion, go back to it one more time, go back to that one more time. So the CEO of Fox told Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox, that privately, they are all there. Just a reminder, who is they? Hannity, Carlson, Ingraham. And what does it mean privately they are all there? That the election is over and Joe Biden won. However, quote, we need to be careful about using the shows and pissing off viewers so nobody made a statement. The next day, there was an insurrection against our democracy. To me, that part almost more than any was a mic drop moment, but was a real, real tragedy for this great country and for our democracy right there and frankly there needs to be accountability. What do you, what do you think about that statement Brent and Jordan?
2: You know, I think it's interesting because it, I think it shows you also how fragile Fox News is as an entity. How scared they are. Like you you always think of them as having, you know, they're in control of the narrative and they're this big machine and they are, but in this moment you see what is the threat to that house of cards and in this case It's their audience leaving for a more extreme version of them. Mm -hmm. So they have radicalized their viewers, who in turn are constantly seeking more conspiratorial material to consume. They've put them in a alternate version of reality, just this bizarro world, this, this fake phony world full of lies and conspiracy theories. And when the truth comes in and all of a sudden those conspiracy theories are not coming true and they're faced with reality, they're faced with the actual truth. Fox finds themselves between a rock and a hard place. They find themselves having to make a decision, which other news networks do not have to do. Which is, do we lie to our viewers and further spread conspiracy theories, or do we risk them leaving to go to even more unhinged places that are going to feed our viewers with what they are looking for? We're going to pump them full of lies. They're going to run off to their next safe space because no matter what all these people say and they try to act like they're tough and oh, look at all the woke people on the other side. These are weak, weak willed people who just want to be fed lies. They want to live in this fantasy land. And so you have Fox identifying that and freaking out that it's all over. It's all going to be over if we pivot. And, oh, Trump is going to come after us. And we don't want Trump to be angry. I mean, it's it's so incredibly pathetic just all around. And the way they all kind of manipulate each other and are working off each other, them to the viewers, the viewers to them, the Newsmaxes. It's just like this, this web of just dishonest grifters that you see just lying to the public for monetary gain. And they, admit it right there in the thing by saying, all I care about is green. All I care about is green. They're just full on liars and they are selling out our democracy for profit. And you cannot look at this any other way than a full on attack on our democracy, whether it's for profit or for power. In this case, I do think it's a lot for profit, but they are just, this is an attack on America. This is an attack on us democracy. Like we've never seen before. And we are seeing this outlined in black and white in these filings.
1: One thousand percent, Brit. And that's the part of the filing that actually stood out to me the most when he goes, it's not red or blue, it's green. It's actually an old Michael Jordan quote, but we're not going to go there for right now. It's unbelievable to me. Unbelievable that we just allow this, this man, this Rupert Murdoch to poison America. To poison Americans, to poison your parents, to poison our military bases, to poison just this country at large with lies. And he knows their lies. I don't know what can be done about this. Ultimately, this is what I want. I want to see his ass deported. And I know that's, you know, what, what's that going to do? Well, in no stream of life would we let this behavior, the, this terrorism continue to go on and on and on and go unchecked and unfiltered. It's absolutely appalling and ridiculous. And the strain is leading to people's deaths. This coverage, it's not news. We know it's not news. Everyone knows it's not news, but the lies are, are deadly. They're killing Americans, and they're poisoning the minds of generations of Americans, and we're just all sitting by and letting it happen to us. And so I say, deport the guy, get him the fuck out of this country. He's not an American. He's an asshole. He hates this country. They all hate this country.
0: Where, where do you want to deport him to?
1: Just get him out. Get him out. <laughs> I don't. I don't get him out.
0: I, I'm not sure. The I'm not Brett. Your microphone, man. <laughs> I, I assume Australia
2: would be the, the place, and sorry to our Australian uh, listeners for the suggestion of you having to deal with- Send him with, to Mars. The, Get him out. At uh, uh, your place. But I, you know, keep in mind also what was happening in the background while all this was going on. I mean, Fox was hosting presidential debates. Fox yeah. is pretending to be a legitimate news network out there, and you have the major political parties, obviously re- the Republicans, but you also have the Democrats treating them as if they are a legitimate news organization, because they have to play along with this game. And I think we really need to start asking these hard questions of, do we want to be legitimizing this kind of network? And I know it's tough, I know we wanna reach these viewers, and I understand that you're, you're in a tough place because you have these people that have secluded themselves behind this bubble of disinformation. And you want to reach them with the truth. You don't want them to just be hearing one side of the story all the time. So we often applaud, you know, Secretary Pete Buttigieg when he goes on Fox or when other Biden officials go on Fox or when Democrats do a great job on Fox. But I think we do have to as a country, I think the Democrats as a political party, I think anybody who is pro-democracy in this country, pro-democracy, disaffected Republicans, whoever it may be, I think we have to have the conversation of is it worth it to lend this network, which has been proven to be not just a dishonest actor, but a full-on propaganda arm that would make the likes of Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un blush at the sight of this thing. Do we want to give them that legitimacy by putting our top officials on these networks? I mean, it's it's a, it's a tough decision, but I think we got to have that combo.
0: The same way that we don't refer to Republicans as conservative anymore because it is a false narrative and we refer to them as maga Republicans. you know we refer to them as extremists and radicals or you know Trump cultists. Um, I don't think we can refer to Fox without making it clear. It is propaganda is a propaganda network Th- that's just what it is. And I think anybody who's pro-democracy shouldn't be nervous about kind of just calling it out. Um, we can still spread the sh- we can still spread the truth. But it's by legitimizing the platform is actually how the lies are able to spread the way they are because they're not called out. That was one of the things that the reason that Dominion ultimately was kind of brought into this, When Sidney Powell was able to take her completely deranged conspiracy theories and pure disinformation onto Fox, it was then cloaked with the level of legitimacy that it did not have before. And then Fox was like, wow we're getting good ratings for this. Keep it coming. Let's get on Giuliani. Let's get on all these election deniers. Then let's keep spreading it. Let's pump it. Let's pump it. And that's the problem when it gets legitimacy. So frankly, even when you as a Democrat show up on the network, what you are ultimately doing though, and, and here's the thing, and I'm with you, I know we need to reach certain people, but I think there are other ways to reach people. I think you know talking to people, Uh, intelligently and compassionately with the truth and building new networks is an important thing that pro-democracy generally, the pro-democracy community needs to invest in because by giving Fox this sign that it is a news network, they're then able to spend spend the remaining 99.9% of the time injecting this disinformation and basically serving as a political arm of the Republican Party, not even the leader of the Republican Party. I mean, Mm -hmm. just look at here, for example, and this is um, photo 21, and then we'll hit photo 24 in a bit. So in this one right here, um, this is an example of Murdoch's direct influence over Fox, though, and talking about the messaging they wanted about uh, a tax bill of Donald Trump. Um, And so here, as Murdoch explained with respect to Dobbs, um, we'll go down, Rupert could have suggested at any point to fire Dobbs. However, he had good reason to keep him around through the 2020 election, despite believing he was an extremist as of September 2020, Dobbs was popular with both Trump and his supporters and nobody wants Trump as an enemy because he had a great big following. So that's an example of even though he knew that Dobbs was um, should be fired. He's like, let's keep him on, you know, at, at, at this point. But another example is when um, Rupert Murdoch talked about Trump's new tax bill um, and told Suzanne Scott, we must tell our viewers again and again what it is they're going to get in this tax bill. We need to push Trump's tax plan to our viewers. And explain it over and over and over again to them. And here's another example, too, where Rupert Murdoch asked Suzanne Scott to have Sean Hannity say something nice about Lindsey Graham. And and notice the language here that they say about Lindsey Graham, where they say, We cannot, this is what Murdoch is saying, we cannot lose the Senate if at all possible. We. When Lindsey Graham was running for the Senate in October 2020, Rupert wrote to Scott, you probably know about the Lou Dobbs outburst against Lindsey Graham. Could Sean Hannity say something supportive, meaning of Lindsey Graham, quote, we cannot lose the Senate if at all possible. Again, that's not a news network right there, right? That that, that is a propaganda arm. Um, and then in, and then go to Lachlan's deposition where at his deposition, Lachlan cannot recall a single instance when Fox did not follow one of his suggestions or Rupert's suggestions. In other words, what they say goes. And this reminds me of what happened over the weekend too, where there was a host of a show called Media Buzz on Fox, which is supposed to cover the media. And Howard Kurtz, Is the host who said, "I want to talk about the Dominion defamation lawsuit," because the whole point of the show Media Buzz is to cover big events involving the media. So (laughs) the biggest defamation lawsuit in the history of the media is big news. But and Howard Kurt says a lot of people are asking me, "Can I cover this?" And I would like to cover it, but I can't because they're not letting me at Fox. This. seem to go a little bit off script of what of what I'm sure Rupert Murdoch would have liked. But play this video of Howard Kurtz.
1: Some of you have been asking why I'm not covering the Dominion voting machines lawsuit against Fox involving the unproven claims of election fraud in 2020. And it's absolutely a fair question. I believe I should be covering it. It's a major media story, given my role here at Fox. But the company has decided that as part of the organization being sued, I can't talk about it or write about it, at least for now. I strongly disagree with that decision. But as an employee, I have to abide by it. And if that changes, I'll let you know.
0: The whole idea is so insane to me as an employee. I mean, you know, you don't have to work for the fascist corporation like you don't. And by the way, someone in his position actually doesn't. Right. Here's someone who's been like he thinks that he can't get a job anywhere else. So he has to perpetuate the fascist ideology of Fox. I mean, here's someone who's so blessed to have that position too, that many Americans would love to have. Like you have your host, you're probably making millions of dollars a year or whatever position you're in, and he actually has the ability to switch jobs. Like my employer tells me I cannot stand up to fascism, so I'm gonna have to just support the fascism because my corporation tells me, Jordy.
1: Ben, you're so right because What what he's thinking there is, oh, I'm taking the high road on this one. I'm I'm gonna look like the the good guy here. Hey, buddy, you don't gotta work there. Get out. You don't have to work there. Don't work for the fascist company. It's just so upsetting to me that this just continues to happen. Because ultimately what Fox News is doing, they're just they're hurting good Americans. There are good people who are honestly tricked. By by their coverage into thinking that they are a legitimate news station, and then the propaganda just just turns into anger, and it turns into you know just just all around death and destruction that this one network, this entertainment network, has ha, has caused. I get them out, get them think, out. Th- think
0: about Jordy, hardworking Americans who maybe work one job and they're making minimum wage or they're working multiple jobs in order to just barely get by, working really hard. And they're in this position because of MAGA Republican policies perpetuated by Fox. And there you have a Fox host who's making millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. who's part of that infrastructure, who can get out who can find another job somewhere, but because of their privilege, they want to aid and abet the fascist network to cripple the rest of America. And without even a shred of irony, he tries to present himself as the good guy in that video. But that is absolutely not what we're going to allow to take place. Brett.
2: You know, it reminds me of Jordy's comment from last week when we were speaking about Mitt Romney still being a Republican. And I think your statements last week, Jordy, I think they really apply to these quote unquote straight when news What I, I called
1: Romney the schmuck? That one, I don't that think,
2: one I'm, uh, I'm not sure that's what you called it, but, but you basically said like, how could you stay in this party? How could you be right. in the Republican Party? Because you are giving cover to the extremists by refusing to leave the party. And I understood your point when you said that, and I understand mm-hmm. that especially so with those who consider themselves to be real journalists who work at Fox. Because to me, all you are doing at this point is you are giving cover to a fascist propaganda network that is so dangerous to our society, dangerous to our country, dangerous to the world. And you are complicit in that destruction, if you work there, I don't care if this was a, your your dream is to work in as a reporter and you got a great internship. If, I, if, I I don't care. You need to consider your morals before you work for this company. They have been exposed for the world to see. It's not even up to d- debate. And you could have you know all the right wing MAGA people, whoever, tell you that this is fake news or whatever. But it's there for you to read. It's there coming out of Rupert Murdoch's mouth so you could willfully blind yourself all you want. All you're doing is you are propping up one of the most dangerous forces to ever be inflicted on this country. And if you actually do love this country, if you actually do love the United States, you have to get out. It's the only move. You have to leave.
0: I agree. There's no ambiguity there because you're then enabling a situation where you have a former president calling federal prosecutors, thugs, mad dogs, psycho, which is just frankly so incredibly embarrassing. I want to take a look at Trump's recent uh, statements over the past 48 hours. Let's dissect some of those after this quick break.
1: And now let's take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, Neurohacker Qualia Mind. Look, we here at Midas Touch and the Midas Media Network, we are spinning a lot of plates to keep you informed on breaking news content day in and day out. That's why we're so proud to partner with Neurohacker Quality of Mind to keep us focused and improve our memories. Transforming willpower and productivity can in turn transform tons of life habits for the better, from workouts to job performance to life goals. And that's why it's so important to have a sharp memory in today's work environment. Look, we've all lost our keys before or forgot something at work and ended up down on ourselves because, well, how could we forget that? Well, worry no more. Our sponsor, Neurohacker, combines 28 of the most research-backed nootropic ingredients on Earth into the ultimate brain fuel formula, quality of mind. And it's been changing people's lives for years now. For my daily mental performance and supporting long-term brain health, quality of mind is indispensable. It's so cool to take a health product where you don't have to wonder if it's working because it does. I noticed the difference in just days to my focus, my mood, my memory, and my willpower to just get things done. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten free, and ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in each ingredient's effect on mental clarity. It's also backed by a 100 day, 100 day money back guarantee. So you have almost three months to try Qualium Mind at no financial risk and you decide for yourself. Look, see what the best brain fuel formula on earth can do for your mindset. Go to neurohacker.com slash Midas for $100 off. That's only $39 a bottle and a listener of Midas Touch. Please use code Midas at checkout for an extra 15% off your first purchase. That's neurohacker.com slash Midas to try quality of mind with code Midas to experience life-changing mental performance.
0: Welcome back to the show. Before talking about these recent statements by uh, Donald Trump, I want to point out this is one of the Midas Mighty members who uh, reached out to me on social media. They haven't given me the okay to share their name yet, so I'll just read for you the post. Um, The post says, my parents watch Fox, and when the Dominion filing dropped, I watched a video by Ben Micellis. He read all of the internal Fox messages with my mom, so she watched the video with her mom, and she actually had me stop it twice to ask me questions about Ben's video. She was quiet and seemed very mad, but didn't say anything. I am hopeful, but skeptical. We've prepared here at the Midas Touch Network another video of the most recent drop, which is about 47 minutes, because I go through the entire filing. What was it, 5.5 gigs or something when I sent you the file?
2: It was a big file. I got to get a new hard big, drive for this big one. Big file. <laughs> so Jordy's
0: like, so you basically did just another podcast, and I said, no, no, it's it's a YouTube video. Um, I, I very, I very diff, I have big, very specific about <laughs> it. But, yeah. but the point but, is, you can check
2: that out on our YouTube. But, but, channel. But we're
0: gonna we're gonna release that tonight after this mm-hmm. podcast, and the same way that this person shared this video, the the way we shape these videos with the truth, but how we study history of authoritarians of the past, how we study cult deprogramming, how we study disinformation, and how to make sure that the truth is understood. There is also a method to the way these videos are being made, and they're intended to be shareable with people in your family. And I always say the most important force behind the Midas Touch Network is the Midas Mighty. Because with millions of Midas Mighty out there, the exponential reach that you all have to share these messages every day with neighbors and family members and people who may be once part of MAGA or people who just don't follow politics, you can show them these videos and hopefully they're having the impact that we want them to have, which is to tell the truth, to do it in a way that is digestible um, that is a way that I think large media networks should be doing it but we have to rethink the way media networks are made and Brett mm-hmm. I think that's to your point one of the one of the ways we combat fox is not by enabling it but it's actually creating our own this is what we're doing our own media network that rethinks the way media needs to happen cuz look what we're up against too This is so embarrassing that there is a former person who occupied the White House who's out there saying things like this every single day. So over the weekend, this is what Trump wrote on his social media platform. Mad dog psycho Jack Smith put there for only one reason by Biden and the weaponized justice department should stop this witch hunt altogether or at a minimum should give Biden, Obama and all of the others the same treatment. I mean, he's so obsessed with Obama. The last time I checked Obama what what does Obama have to do with anything whatsoever? And let's ref, let's reflect on a few things here. One, the fact that he's calling Jack Smith who's engaged in a current criminal investigation mad dog psycho which by the way is a pretty bad ass oh, yeah. let me, well, let me yeah. just say you rule number be one mad dog psycho mycelos i'd be like <laughs> 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 mad dog
2: mycelos
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no nah, i mean rule number one and trying to give somebody a childish uh, nickname And i know i'm speaking to an expert at this like this is something trump has traditionally been good at i'll i'll, I'll give him that but it seems like he's lost his fastball a little bit over these past few months this campaign the nicknames they just ain't hitting the same way they used to hit you know and rule number one of making a childish nickname to mock somebody with is don't make them sound so damn cool i mean mad dog jack smith
1: that's your nickname but, for the n- guy? N- b- b- blah, 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 blah. next next he's gonna call jack smith t-bone yo what's up t-bone jack, jack Smith? SM- like Just, that old badass Ben Mycelis coming down the
2: pipe. You're like, is that yeah, supposed yeah, to be offensive? Yeah, yeah. For, I mean, yeah sure. good good old sharpshooter
0: Jack Smith out with the uh, <laughs> fastest hands in the west, sharpshooter Jack. <laughs> I, I don't know. You could call me Mad Dog if you want a Mad Dog Mycelis, uh, MDM. I'm, I'm I'm okay
1: with it. Uh, so, sounds good, Mad Dog. You know, Mad Dog,
0: um, and all others the same treatment. By the way. Biden, former vice president Pence, they were like, all right, DOJ, you want to search our spots? All good. Like like come in. Whatever you need, you don't need search warrants. Come to our residence, you could take whatever you want. Donald Trump for basically 2 years obstructing justice, continuing to obstruct justice by calling the special counsel a mad dog, but lying, submitting false declarations, false attestations, saying all of the documents have been returned. Department of Justice, top counterintelligence official, which is just a complete lie. They were not. That's why they eventually had to get a search warrant on August 8th because they were lied to. They got false declarations from Donald Trump. That's why he is where he is. You don't see former vice president Pence saying mad dog, psycho, you know, you do know, you see Biden's like, here's what we need to do for the American people. We need to help you with jobs, infrastructure. That's what Biden's talking about. He's not saying mad dog, psycho. And Trump's and like, way, "Big Biden. <laughs> the special counsel <laughs> that Merrick Garland appointed to investigate Biden is somebody who Donald Trump appointed. And I know for Donald Trump now, everybody he appointed is now a rhino. They call them uniparty rhinos because if you're not like this, pull up the video of Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is what it means to be a Republican in 2023. The MAGA Republican Party, folks. May I introduce you to their leader, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a MAGA Republican. And this is who they are. So if you're not like this and you're not calling for a national, (laughs) If you're not calling for a national divorce and civil war, you're not in the Trump faction of the Republican Party. Like even the DeSantis faction which is book banning and and taking over Disneyland, like that's not extreme enough. You got to go right on that pull-up bar and start swinging and demanding civil yeah, ben, war. Can you
2: can you explain this video to our audio listeners just so they get a, a,
0: a paint a picture okay, with your tongue. You so have to Marjorie Taylor Greene on a pull-up bar kind of thrusting hanging down, thrusting back and forth. And and look, she posts this in between calling for civil war in the United States. Like This is, I guess, a video of how she feels this is her preparation for the national divorce. And I do want to say this one thing, though, about <laughs> national divorce. And here's why I think she calls it divorce, though, and not a civil war, because she still basically wants the blue states to pay the red states as part of the settlement as part of the divorce settlement she still has a view that like the red states need that to happen so i think that's one of the reasons but she calls for a civil war a national divorce over and over again and posts the video of herself flailing back and forth I, I don't even know what to make of it
2: and uh, in the original uh video she uses the sia song unstoppable and she has like this this caption on the video, which is like, you know, it's like one of those cringy captions that you see, like your friend reading when they post like a workout post. She goes, body, mind, and spirit, be unstoppable. Like, what is this? A Nike
0: ad? What the heck? No, it, feels
1: what like a zoo, it feels like a Zoolander ad. It's you like know, a when Zoolander ad. They all want, <laughs> like, a,
0: part of this Our weird, Republican, like Donald Trump, you know, because you have to remember, this is built on the image of Donald Trump, right? Like, a, a, A reality actor, right? So, who lies about everything. So, they're modeling their behavior based on him. So, that's why you have like they all just want to be like they're all like kind of like failed actors and actors like they they all want to be famous and they view their roles as podcasters and as entertainers in this performative, fascist outrage game that they play. But it's a very dangerous game because in order, and this is what we were all talking about yesterday. So you win one of the prizes you win for being fascist is you get invited on Tucker. So it's like, okay, you praise Putin, you praise, you praise, you know, you you do an anti Ukraine, you say lock Dr. Fauci up, you get invited on Tucker, which is part of their currency. For what it means to be a MAGA Republican in 2023, and you have to one up the outrage machine, where now it's just like civil war, civil war, like that's just what that's where they're at and talking about.
2: Yeah, I I mean you you have a a time period right now where for all these years and I've said I said this on the podcast like two years ago and it just becomes more and more true every single day. Crazy that you could
1: say that statement we said that on the podcast two years ago. Wow, we've been doing this podcast for a minute. Look at that. Let's go. All thanks to the minus mighty. But start interrupting I, I,
2: I, I said this quite a bit ago, but it rings true to this day, which is Essentially, that to paraphrase myself, Jordy. Uh, <laughs> essentially, to quote a one a wise man, uh, <laughs> badass Brett Mycelis. There, uh, there you
1: go.
2: Um, no, um, you know, these Republicans were okay with democracy for a very long time because democracy allowed them to exercise their goals and it allowed them to create the society that they wanted because. Frankly, there was more of them, and they instituted a system in which they would have all the power. And now they have found themselves in a much different place, in a much more diverse America, where all of a sudden, democracy is no longer serving their vision of an America run in a white supremacist fashion. It's not, it's not supporting an America that gives them everything they want. All of a sudden, you have these things like diversity. And inclusion and equity. And you have people marrying who they want to marry. And you have women able to get the jobs they want and have the bank account and have their own bank accounts. And you have all of this stuff that they cannot handle. And, And it's chipped away at them for years and years and years as we've seen this progress in America incrementally. And now it's been an exponential change in our society where we're seeing this diverse America. We're seeing this new vision of America, this vision of the future. And that terrifies these Republicans who are looking at this landscape and are saying, oh, shoot, we can't win an election anymore. Our ideas are no longer popular. These are no longer winning issues. And we're outnumbered. We're outnumbered. So what are we going to do? We're going to get better ideas? No, because we don't want those ideas in this America. That's that's not what we want for this country. We, we're going to stick to our ideas. We want to be able to subjugate our citizens. We want to continue to rule. We don't want that diversity. We don't want all that stuff. So what are we going to do? How are we going to get votes? We're not. We're not going to get votes. We're going to implement an autocracy here in America that resembles Vladimir Putin's Russia, that resembles Kim Jong-un's North Korea, And we're going to do that here. And we're going to work with these people who are uh, the Democrats called the enemies or our enemies, but we're going to call them our friends. We're going to call Vladimir Putin our friend. We're going to call Kim Jong un, oh, he writes these beautiful love letters to me. And we're going to form this whole axis of autocracy because that's the America that I prefer as a Republican. And that has been the philosophy. And we see them executing on that philosophy every single day. Democracy no longer serves the interests of this Republican Party.
1: Dang. That was really well said, Brett. I got some smart brothers. Sometimes I just like have to reflect like, I got some really smart brothers over here. Dang. Hey, can you play the video of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene one more time?
2: Yeah, but so, you got to comment on it. Or, you know I, will com- to-
1: I will comment on it because I actually do have a theory here. So so like you said, she posted this behind a, a Sia song, Brett. I'm not a music person. This is a Sia song. Yeah so a few weeks back she did the same playbook where she did this to dre she posted a video with a dre song and then she ultimately got all this publicity because she got her account taken down because in no way shape or form is she actually licensing the music for these artists so when these artists then see their music being used inappropriately for videos of, of terrorists like marjorie taylor green they get pissed off and they're like hey, hey whoa 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 you gotta pull that video down or pull your account down and then they have their people pull that stuff i could almost predict that this is the same playbook is being played out here. She just didn't get the attention that she wanted. And now she just looks like a total fool. Yeah. I, I mean, just think
0: it's very weird that she's posting that, number one. And it's in between calling for a national yes. divorce.
2: Sandwiched in between this post right here, which says, this is from Marjorie Taylor Greene's official government account. Temperature of America. She says, Americans do not support the war in Ukraine at all and are very turned off with Washington for funding and pushing the war. We want peace and Americans support a national divorce into red states and blue states with a small, limited federal government. This is the
0: person who Kevin McCarthy, the weakest speaker of the House, the MAGA Republican speaker of the House, has placed her as essentially the number two most powerful Republican in the House of Representatives. So we no longer talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene as a fringe figure. Marjorie Taylor Greene is who the Republican Party is in 2023. That's just who they are. And they're all like that. I mean, who are you going to go? Comer? Paul Gosar? Lauren Boebert, Gates. Uh, you know, Gates. I mean, they're all, you, you really can't name, other than Romney as the senator, you right. really can't name for me a Republican who is either not an outright extremist or who is so weak that they've made their own views subservient to the MAGA Republican a, 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 you know it's it's either one of those two right now And then by the way if you are one of the
2: quote unquote normal ones you probably do not know their names and they are probably not given committee seats and all the important seats that Kevin McCarthy is giving to the most extreme factions of the party and we have for so long said that Marjorie Taylor Greene is the epitome of the Republican Party. And we had people a year, two years back going, what do you, she's a random representative from Georgia. What do you mean she's the, I'm I'm telling you, this is where the Republican Party is at. And didn't even take, what, more than a year, more than a, a few, like just months of us saying that for Kevin McCarthy to give her some of the most high profile positions, some of the most powerful positions in all of Congress. And what does she do immediately when she gets that power? She is a U.S. congressperson who swore an oath to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, and she is calling for secession from the United States, saying it's inevitable, saying that we need to be split up between red and blue states. By the way, while she lives in a state with two Democratic senators, who have a state where Democrats have won their last four federal uh, elections, I mean, the whole thing is so absurd, but so dangerous. At the same time. And that's why when we pull up these clowns like Marjorie Taylor Greene and we say, this is where the Republican Party is at that's why we got to be tuned in to what's actually mm-hmm. going on in the at the ground level of these parties and it really shows you all the difference cuz you could have these accounts you know these libs of tiktok or what whatever sort of right wing accounts and they show you like some random professor in some random town that you know you, you some person you've never even heard of doing something wacky
0: and so they I'm, go look I don't, I don't even know by the way if they're democrat like i don't, I don't, know, who I, I don't are, know who these people are i don't know who these people are and they they're go liberal look, look or what because I, I, they don't, I don't. They're not. They're not speaking for me.
2: I don't know who these people are. Yeah, and they go, look, uh, look how crazy these Democrats are. These libs. These Look how nuts they are. Oh my gosh, these are radical extremists. And for me, like I'm always like, I don't know who this person is. They don't believe anything. <laughs> I'm like who you're trying to paint everybody who is pro democracy with the brush of whatever nut you you just found and and you clipped off six seconds of a clip to make it look even worse. And that's what you want to do. That's disingenuous. That's dishonest. But we are pointing out people who are at the epicenter of the Republican Party. You don't see Hakeem Jeffries taking that student and making him, this, the, making him the head of committees. That's the difference right now between the parties. That's why people go, oh, but both sides have extra. Both sides have... No, they don't. They, 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 they don't. There may be people on the quote-unquote left of the political spectrum who have extreme views. They're not in government and they don't have positions that are affecting your lives. These are random people who they are plucking out of nowhere to try to paint everybody with this extremist broad brush when they are staring you in the face and they have a news network, a propaganda network that is pushing this forward. I mean, that's the that's the extreme stuff. They're trying to gaslight away from their own extremism all the time
0: all the time because it's always projection. I mean, here's an example. Look, Donald Trump's other post, the psycho prosecutor assigned to me for the documents hoax, Jack Smith question mark. And by the way, when he does Jack Smith question mark, let me just tell you the dog whistle that he's basically saying. He's basically saying that Jack Smith is Jewish and that mm-hmm. that can't possibly be his name. So just so you know what that actually means, that's what he's trying to convey right there. Just so you know, the psycho prosecutor assigned to me for the documents hoax. Jack Smith is not only together with his wife, family, and friends, a massive Trump hater of historic proportions, but also someone that viciously and unscrupulously pursued others only to be overturned unanimously by the Supreme Court. Why don't they have a, quote, thug like this going after Biden, who really did commit crimes. His prosecutor is a nice guy, not a Trump-hating monster. Very unfair, but people get it. Aside from the fact that everything in this thing is utterly false, and now they want to spread a conspiracy that Jack Smith's name really isn't Jack Smith, and you have Donald Trump posting a photo of himself with his face with the American flag desecrating our great flag on his face. Donald Trump appointed the special counsel that Merrick Garland appointed to investigate Biden. is Trump's guy. It's Trump's person right there. But at the very top of their cult in MAGAverse is Donald Trump, who is a completely deranged, unhinged, lunatic, wannabe fascist, who is stating all of these things. And you can go, people go, well, why, why are you giving this air time? Why, why, are you, why are you talking about it? Well, you can't close your eyes and cover your ears to the reality. And one of the things we always do here on the Midas Touch Network is we show the contrast, right? We show the contrast between here are your choices of who do you want to lead, Who do you want to make decisions over your family? Because that's what it is when you elect politicians. This isn't a movie. This isn't funny. You know, these are people who make life and death decisions over you. So, do you want Marjorie Taylor Greene? Do you want Donald Trump? Or do you want someone like President Biden and Hakeem Jeffries? Do you want people who are out there not calling federal prosecutors psychos and mad dog psychos, but who are every day relentlessly talking about jobs, who are talking about making sure that you can have better working conditions, who are out there talking about protecting Social Security and Medicare and all of these other government programs that you are entitled to, that you deserve, that you paid into. I like the fact that Biden and Hakeem Jeffries and Democrats are talking about infrastructure. They're talking about bringing high-paying jobs here. They're talking about bringing manufacturing jobs here. They're talking about the importance of unions and other worker protections. I like that they're talking about a woman's right to control her body. I like that they're saying that the government should stay away from the decisions of people in the LGBTQ plus community to marry who it is they love without people like Matt Gates and Jim Jordan saying that they're the ones who make those decisions. I like that Democrats are talking about lowering prescription drug prices and talking about making healthcare, especially life-saving care, accessible and affordable to all. Making education accessible and affordable to all—that's that, 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 what I like because that impacts me. <laughs> that impacts my community. That impacts my family. That impacts my country. I like that I have pro-democracy leaders like Biden and Hakeem Jeffries and others who are supporting our allies abroad, who are promoting democracy internationally, and who are not supporting Vladimir Putin and elevating crazy dictators like Kim Jong-un. I don't like that Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans say that they have romantic feelings for Kim Jong-un. I find that incredibly dangerous, and I also find it incredibly weird. So here on the Midas Touch podcast, we, we talk about the contrast. We talk about the contrast. Um, and you know, one of the interesting things That I also want to talk about, though, too, is how the Republican Party right now is kind of trying to figure out what they can do with Donald Trump. I want to talk about if we think here that DeSantis even has a path at all against Donald Trump and what that ultimate MAGA civil war is shaping up to look like. We've got a lot of show left here on the Midas Touch Network. Let's just take one more sponsor break.
1: Our next partner is AG1 Biathletic Greens. Now I take AG1 Biathletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, boosted energy, immune system support, and I hated taking pills and vitamins and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I take AG1 in the morning before working out and it makes me feel incredible and just ready to take on my day. When I take AG1, I know I'm doing something good for my body like giving my body the nutrition that it craves and covering my nutritional basis. I've tried a ton of different supplements out there, but this is different and the ingredients are super high quality. I got started with AG1 because I used to take all these different pills and gummies and frankly what I was taking was expensive and I didn't even know if it was good for me. But with AG1 by Athletic Greens, I know that what I'm consuming has the best ingredients and also tastes delicious. AG1 makes it easier for you to take the highest quality supplements, period. When I started my AG1 journey, very quickly I noticed that it helps me with, you know, improved overall digestion, my energy levels were up, and just overall I was feeling great. It's just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day, and it's a seamless and easy daily habit to maintain. The Midas Mighty asks me all the time, Jordy, how do you have so much energy to do these ad reads? Well, if I could only pick one thing, it's AG1 by Athletic Greens. Just one daily serving covers my day's nutritional basis and supports my long-term gut health with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. I can't think of another daily routine that pays off as well as AG1, which is why I trust the product so much. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Midas. That's athleticgreens.com slash Midas. Check it out. Wow.
0: Wow, great ad read, Jordy. Let's you're go! Really Thanks, good. Mad Dog.
1: Appreciate you're, you, Mad you're
0: really, Dog. Really good at this. Here's the thing, Brett. I think my own view. Use code Midas. Use the code Midas when we're talking about the MAGA Republican Party. Though, here's my, I don't think, I don't think DeSantis can even win Florida against Trump. That's how extreme I think the MAGA I think Republican right. Party I think is. You're right. I don't think DeSantis can win. We we were talking about it earlier, Brett, on my ride to uh, uh, the school where I teach uh, earlier. And I said to you, I I was thinking, I was like, I don't think DeSantis will win Florida. I think the base of MAGA primary voters has become such a cult. Here's Here's one of my evidence for it. DeSantis is afraid to even go to CPAC. He's gone every year. He's afraid to go to CPAC because he's afraid he's going to get booed. And could you imagine him on a – he's afraid of Donald Trump. You have to remember, DeSantis is actually a very weak person. He's a very, very weak, insecure person. He wears he's, heels. Very, he's very he, He's very emotional. He's a very, very emotional and erratic person. And that's how he channels all of this. Be, and, and he's not bright. Um he, you know, he he has a he's brighter than Trump, but he boils it down to woke because he doesn't know how to say anything else. So for him, he just tries to go to this is woke, that's woke, and his presentation of it is a cleaner version and more palatable to the MAGA Republicans of what their ultimate end ambition is, which is still to destroy democracy. That's why when I say people like Jeb Bush and, and others, like they, are, they, they they don't Jeb Bush doesn't get credit. Jeb Bush is okay with throwing out democracy. He, he supports DeSantis even before DeSantis has put his hat into it, look look at what Jeb Bush said. If we've got that clip here, play this clip of Jeb. think It's pretty remarkable. And he hasn't declared yet. Many in the Republican Party hope he soon will. Is this Ron DeSantis's opportunity to run for higher office? I think it is. He's been a really effective. All right, governor. I can't watch this anymore. He's young. <laughs> I can't that? Let's
2: also speak about it though, because we didn't set it up. This is not a DeSantis campaign advertisement that you just heard. It might have sounded like one. It probably should be considered one, but it ties in full circle with the Fox Files that we read you earlier in this show.
0: Exactly.
2: This is Fox. Republican propaganda network, Mm -hmm. fake news network. This is Fox producing a campaign ad for Ron DeSantis because they are trying so desperately to get away from Trump. Because you see their internal feelings about Trump throughout all these documents. You know the way they really feel, and they want to try to well,
0: well. Here's the thing, Brett. They don't think he can win. That's all they. if, If they thought Trump could win. They don't, they don't, they're, they're green. They don't care. Right. They just think that he can't win. And they want to prop up
2: now DeSantis because they think DeSantis is the guy who could get through the evil policies that they want to get through, but in a more palatable way. And it's just, I, I don't even have words for this next one, but I want to just show you quickly the preview that Fox had for this show. And this is a full show that they did on there. I believe it's an app. It's called Fox Nation. I think you can watch it online, their streaming service. Here is the preview that Fox ran for this special they did about Ron DeSantis.
1: Fox Nation's hit docu series is back. Who is Ron DeSantis?
2: We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke... He was in the Middle East advising SEAL Team 1. To advise them, you have to be the best of the best. He's a good man. He's a good husband. He's a good father.
0: Is this Ron DeSantis' opportunity to run for higher office? I think it is. Who is Ron DeSantis? Streaming now only on Fox Nation.
1: What the hell was that? I mean, it's, it's so what absurd. And, I mean, I and for the
2: aud- for the audio listeners, the big letters that flash across the screen as they go from subject to subject, it says Florida's freedom fighter navy veteran family man presidential candidate question mark it's just wild how they prime their viewers and try to push this guy on people and they throw jeb even in the preview because i think they view jeb as a more kind of moderate palatable guy and maybe oh if jeb supports him maybe we could get the normal people to also support him and and we get the extreme people too and we get the best of both worlds Who the heck do they think Jeb Bush is appealing to, though? Like, Jeb Bush couldn't even get votes for his own campaign. You think he's got enough political cash to get votes for Ron DeSantis' campaign? I mean, you just got to remember back at that moment during his, the please clap moment, one of the defining political moments of of that Republican campaign. But it really sums up, though. It shows you, though, also- Well,
1: Brett, Brett, W's too woke for Fox these days. W is too woke for Fox. So they well, got to go with
0: Jeff. I, go, Brett. I want to give you my theory on, I think, the whole woke thing, honestly. I mean, I think that the, the that the right wing has now, like, they've overplayed their hand with it. Like, they got the initial woke thing that they wanted out of it for about it's a not year and a return, half. the
2: same returns.
0: I, I, they're not getting the same returns for the woke anymore. And I think, honestly, a lot of people, even in their own uh, base now, though, it, it's a very easy way to, okay, so, so where was this woke? Uh, can, can you explain? And they can never actually define it. So it actually can be reverse weaponized. And I've seen a lot of uh, pro democracy and Democrats who have now kind of reversed it on them. Okay, define woke, and they and and they don't know what to do, and they just look so dumb on stage. The Republicans. Can we just show this is what Trump said in response to that? Uh,
2: we we, we, we got to watch the Jeb Bush please clap clip just. Right. Oh, you we have it. You're you're it's, so prepared. Uh, you're so, uh, prepared. Uh, you're so like good, bro
0: I think the next president needs to be a lot quieter, but send a signal that we're prepared to act in the national security interests of this country to get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world.
1: Please clap. <laughs> Come on.
2: Six years later or whatever it is, it's just as brutal. Maybe worse. I, You know
0: what? I, I, can, I, can I give you a confession? Yeah. I don't remember that clip. What do can, I don't remember can, it. Can I say
1: something? Why did do,
0: I don't remember it? I mean, when I saw that, I I forgot that that was a thing. Oh I, 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 my I,
1: gosh! What, I can't can believe you. Yeah, what already Why called? did why didn't any of them clap though? Like it is actually kind of <laughs> weird that, like he did he like he kind of nailed the point. Like it was like what whatever he said he he landed it. But th- uh, maybe he that, didn't. Maybe that, in the room that, it didn't. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's how little charisma little Jeb has. He can't. Oh my god. But Je- it
2: shows you though, and and we'll show this the the Trump what statement is- that let, let's bring up the Trump statement. This is what Trump posted about Desantis and about Fox because Trump right now is just after all that Fox did for him with this propaganda. You know, Trump just has to try to bully them into submission. So here's well, Trump's he also posted-
0: knows now that he's seen the behind the scenes working like. He knew it worked, but now he has such confirmation how scared they are of him. So it's just like, okay, all these posts scare the crap out of them. So if I just go hard on them, they'll change their behavior. So this is what he says. He goes, Fox News is promoting Ron DeSantis so hard and so much that there's not much time left for real news. Reminds me of 2016 when they were pushing Jeb, exclamation point, the new Fox poll, which have always been purposely terrible for me. Um, has Trump crushing De Sanctimonious, but they barely show it. Instead, they go with losers like Karl Rove, Paul Ryan, and now even Jesper, who have been wrong about everything. Isn't there a big, beautiful network which wants to do well and make a fortune besides fake news? And he's able to do that now too. And he's saying that in response to the filings, because he knows if he just pushes Newsmax, then Fox changes their behavior.
2: Plus, first of all, he's trying out the shorter version of the name, the the uh, version of De Sanctimonious De Sanctus. Uh, I'm not sure if you caught that; that was thrown in there as, as well. Uh, but the day after Trump posted this, or a couple days after, uh, uh, quickly following this post, Fox aired the poll that Trump said he was mad that they weren't airing. They put this on TV, the Fox poll about the presidential candidates and the Fox poll. So you're right, Ben, they bullied, he bullied Fox and they turned around and they said, okay, we'll play, we'll we'll show the poll. And here's the poll of the Fox News poll of 2024 Republican nominee preference among Republican primary voters. And it is Donald Trump in the lead with 43% of the vote. Ron DeSantis right behind with 28% of the vote, a pretty large gap. And then way behind, you have Nikki Haley At 7%, Mike Pence at 7%, Greg Abbott at 2%, Greg Abbott at 2%, and Liz Cheney at 2%. That right there is the current landscape, according to this Fox News poll. I've seen some other polls out there that have DeSantis in the lead, but a lot of them do have Trump in the lead, including this Fox poll. Now, here's the problem: it's that. All these people are so subservient to Trump and they refuse to stand up to the guy. And maybe DeSantis is the only one who likes to kind of sometimes dabble in standing up to him when he's asked questions or stuff, but he really isn't. He's really just as afraid of them. And a lot of people were you know, proposing, oh, maybe DeSantis isn't going to CPAC because of the Matt slap allegations. Maybe Pence is just, he's so religious and pious and he doesn't want to be associated with that dirty Matt Schlapp. No, they're both scared of Trump supporters. They're both terrified of Trump supporters. and They're terrified of the reaction they're going to get. Don't put this like, oh, almighty, holy sort of thing on them that, oh, they were too good for it. Absolutely not. And one by one, as you see, these Republicans asked the most simple question. I mean, if you are running for president of the United States, you should be able to say, I think I am better than this candidate because of X, Y, Z. Here is how a series of either uh, candidates who have declared or potential presidential candidates for the Republican nominee for president have answered this question on Fox News. What are your differences between you and Donald Trump?
0: What are the differences, for example, you may have with President Trump? Probably not very many at all. I, I am so thankful that we have President Trump in office. Is there anything specifically off the top of your head that you would do differently or that you disagree with him on?
2: What I will tell you is we have to look at the fact that mothers can't find baby forms. Where would you be different on issues than President Trump?
0: Well, I said early on that uh, the only thing I had decided was that I wasn't going to let anybody else make the decision for me. Think about I mean, that. And if you're afraid of Trump, and Trump's afraid of Kim Jong-un and Putin. How could these people be trusted with anything? I mean, it's a real test of their fortitude, right? And, well, so ben, and it's how a could mo- you beat Trump? How
2: could you beat Trump as a primary opponent if your pitch is, oh, I actually don't have any differences and, and- – and Donald, you're amazing. Love you, love you. You're you're the best thing that's ever happened to this country. And, I, and, what, and Trump what? goes,
0: you're the sanctimonious. You're an idiot. You suck, and you well. Thank you for calling me that. That's a good nickname. Oh, that's, uh, thank you Get so it. much. I
2: appreciate it. I appreciate game. that. Good one. Another you
0: that's a, yeah, just keep keep talking about me like that. I mean
2: these primaries are going to be them coming out there and they're they're all going to have some sort of version of like we have to restore sanity. These liberals, these woke liberals are out of control. And then they're going to spend the remainder of the debates trying to out-extreme each other and out-Trump each other, while also simultaneously sucking up to Donald Trump. It's going to be a total train wreck, these debates. They're going to be complete and utter disasters. And you're going to see the sycophants. You're going to see this attempt to just be as radical as possible. You're going to see a lot of talk about woke and the liberals and the cities, all the code words, the globalists, all the code words that they use. They're going to be fighting to,
0: you supported the vaccine. No, I didn't. You supported the vaccine. You are. Testing. Test. You wanted to test for COVID. No, you wanted to test
2: for COVID. It's going to be such an embarrassment. But it's this weakness, this fundamental weakness in the Republican Party, which allowed Donald Trump to take over in the first place.
0: <laughs> Brett, I I don't know if you watched the the HBO show that uh, with the zombies. I, I I I never thought that in a Last of Us. Good The last of us. Yeah. I, I, I never thought when I watched all of these zombie movies in the past, that if the zombies were to come or if the UFOs were to come, there would actually be a political party in America that rooted for the zombies that was pro zombie and that was pro UFO and actually cheered on the zombies or cheered on the UFOs. And and if you basically were like, hey, we got to stop the aliens, they'd be like, oh, that's such a woke. You're so woke. You woke. You woke. <laughs> what a woke view. You want to stop those aliens? Those aren't really aliens. Those, you know, that, that that that's just like a miracle. All the aliens are just going to go away, just like just like a mirror. I mean, it, beyond beyond absurd. Which brings me to, I think the 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 final point where which we talked about. One of the ways you have to combat the MAGA Republicans today is the same way Zelensky had to counter the propaganda from Russia. You have to be a step ahead of what they're going to do and call it out and say, here's what they're going to do. So let's just predict it. And that is what we need to do here. And the Washington Post is quoting um, someone who's now very influential, the former budget director uh, in the Trump administration, Russell Vogt, who's really now uh, the person who's advising these MAGA fascist idiots, right? And one of the things that Vote is trying to have them do now is, okay, we've been called out that we want to take away people's Social Security and Medicare. like They got us on that one. And frankly, Biden did what I think you have to do now, right? You have to get us ahead of what they are ultimately going to do um, and call them out like Biden did in the State of the Union. And so here is what Biden is doing again. again. This is perfect strategy right here because it's been reported that what the GOP is trying to do in terms of... It won't raise the debt ceiling unless its demands are met. And by the way, to be clear, what the debt raising the debt ceiling is not about restructuring the budget. That that's a whole other process that involves the budget, right? Raising the debt ceiling involves paying the bills of the past. Whose bills, might you ask? Pretty much Trump's bills, because twenty-five percent of our national debt, 25% comes from Donald Trump and is in Trump's administration. Yes, the person who bragged about debt and who bankrupted everything he's touched his entire life brought on 25% of the debt that we now have in the United States. And you want to go back to when our deficit truly ballooned? When that took place, Ronald Reagan. It began with Reaganomics. And if you want to go back and say who actually balanced budgets, Bill Clinton, (laughs) who's reduced the deficit, President Biden by about $2 billion. Who's raised the deficit, Donald Trump by about seven to eight trillion. We now have to pay those bills, the bills that the MAGA Republicans caused us to incur. That's what we need to do. That's raising the debt ceiling. And so pull up Biden's post again.
2: And that's okay. trillion for Biden, cutting the deficits Said billion. Oh,
0: yeah, sorry. Biden cut it by two trillion. Um, Trump raised the deficit by seven trillion, not billion. All We're talking about trillion, trillion of dollars. And so here, this is now what the MAGA Republicans want to do. We won't agree to raise the debt ceiling unless you cut the following, $2 trillion in cuts to Medicaid, $600 billion in cuts to the Affordable Care Act, $400 billion in food stamps cut, have the Head Start program, just cut it in half, or we will cause America to default on its debt. And even though the economy is rebounding right now and for everybody who said there's going to be a recession or we're in it, and Biden, you in, you introduced the Infrastructure Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, there's now going to be 20,000 infrastructure projects in the next few months, which means jobs, jobs, jobs. We, the MAGA Republicans, we're in Putin's pocket. We are going to destroy this country unless you cut programs that are necessary to millions of Americans. So here is Biden's post. He goes, says it right away. Republicans on the Hill are trying to hold the economy hostage. They just won't say for what, but we are starting to get a picture. It's not just your social security that may hang in the balance. It's your health care too. I'll have more to say this week. And I think President Biden gets it. That's what that shows me. He understands that in order to address the proof, the Putin-style propaganda tactics of Republicans, because they get it from Putin, you got to be a step ahead of them. And you got to go out, you got to say this is what they're doing and call it out. And that's why I think that's such a profound move that he just did. Brett Jordy.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's he's been doing a generally pretty solid job of coming out there swinging these days and calling these Republicans out. And it's why we are where we're here right now. You know, I... I this is all because we won the Social Security argument. We won the Medicare argument. And mm-hmm. so they're trying to say, oh, you said Social Security and Medicare, but did you say Medicaid? And if you remember, a few weeks ago on this show, we played some of those clips of Matt Gates on Steve Bannon's show where he gave away the game on that show. And he said, you know what they're not talking about as much in, in their slogans and in all the things they're saying? They're not saying Medicaid. And there's a lot we could do with Medicaid there. And if I if it were up to me, we would cut Medicaid right out. So he he gave away the game there, and clearly Biden is either hearing from the internal discussions he's having with Republicans or hearing through the grapevine that this is what they're doing, and there's the reporting out there um, at the Washington Post, which says that this former Trump OMB director, if this is what he is proposing. They're trying to go around it, but it shows you the whole time that instead of trying to be like, okay, how could we uh, possibly – we, we, we care about the debt, supposedly, Republican. We, we supposedly care about the debt and the deficit. What could we possibly do here? Could we uh, raise the cap in which people pay into Social Security so that the wealthy have to pay some more into Social Security than people who aren't as wealthy? No, no, no. We can't do that. Should we let those tax cuts expire for the millionaires and billionaires, which actually hurt the middle class? Should, should we do that to help the economy and and, and get rid of our, some of our debt and No, we can't do that. Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll cut the programs made for the people who need them most. We'll take away your health care. We'll cut Medicaid. We'll cut food stamps. We'll cut the Head Start program that gives nutrition and education and health to low income children and families. That's who we're going to target because that's what the Republican Party does. That's all they're designed to do from top to bottom, from Fox News to the party infrastructure to the local officials in the Republican Party. It's all about how could we extract as much money and resources from the people on the bottom and give them to our cronies at the top. That's all they care about. Everything is through that lens. They're going to weaponize everything, the government, the media, whatever they can to reach those goals. And so staying on top of it, staying one step ahead of it is always the right move. And it sucks because the one time that you don't do it, You get killed for it, but you gotta keep trying to work as hard as you can to stay ahead of it. And this is exactly why.
0: You know, when I think about the Jeb clip that you played, where I didn't recognize it, I didn't remember it. Let me tell you why. Because I was complicit. And when I say that I was complicit, here is what I mean. I was on the sidelines then. I think I was someone who I had a good legal career. I was doing depositions and in court and in trials every day, and I just kind of just covered my eyes and closed my ears to the reality of what was taking place, right? And then in 2020, I had an awakening. I I, I had a moment where I just was like, uh, enough. I, I, I can't be on the sidelines anymore. It took a global pandemic. But it's never late than never for anybody, right? And so we built this thing. We built this Midas Touch network with all of you. And when I think about the pro-democracy community, and Brett, to your point, the pro-democracy community came together and ultimately was stronger and defeated the Fox fascist designs in the last election. And then when everybody said, including the large media networks pushing false narratives, there's gonna be a red wave, there's gonna be a red wave. And don't get me wrong, we lost the house, that's not a good thing. With a margin though that was way smaller and we um, won the Senate, um, that is big. That is big and that is a testament to the pro-democracy network, um, to the community. To the Midas Mighty out there, and I, as I think about it, and, and and perhaps this is what I thought, Brett. You know, maybe in 2016 or 2017, ah, someone else is going to come along and fix it. Like I'll, I'll I'll let someone else do the hard work. Mm-hmm. That person or persons uh, are not coming. Okay, you watching this, you are the change. The, 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 the person or the persons that you want to swoop in, guess what? Look in a mirror. It is you. It is the pro-democracy community. You hold the key. So when you go, oh, the Democrats need a message better or, oh, someone needs to move fast. Yeah, they do. I'm with you. Concede. I, I, I concede those points. However, I also never want you to underestimate your power, your strength your ability to make the change and make the difference that you desire. And we're all in this together. That's what this pro-democracy community is all about. So as we approach difficult and uncertain times, always remember what you are capable of. And that could be as simple as sharing a video once a day or posting something on social media, or calling one person you know. And from there, it could build and build and build. I've heard such incredible stories of people who just started speaking on a social media platform. And before they knew it, they have 100,000 followers that they're speaking to. That's pretty incredible stuff, but you don't need 100,000 followers. Sometimes it's helpful just to speak to one person. To me, that's enough. Speak to five people. Whatever you're comfortable with. But it's important that we all don't just remain on the sideline and think to ourselves, there's a superhero coming. There isn't. We together as a community will make the change that we ultimately desire. And to that point, I want to let everybody know as we approach 1 million subscribers, we're marching to 1 million subscribers. Jordy, you That's have your own. Slogan.
1: That's not the slogan. It's I the like Midas Million Member million. Subscriber let, Marathon
2: hey, Month. Let, let, let's, do a, let's do a poll to the, the crowd. It, Jordy, it's what's so yours? Obvi-
1: it's so obvious that mine is the best one. Jo- it's the okay, mid- Jordy, what's, give your pitch. If I could and, say without you stepping over me, I, I would let's say go, it. Let's, let's hear it. It's the Midas Million Member Subscriber Marathon Month. That's the Midas Million Member Subscriber Marathon Month.
0: That sounds I'm, like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. It's I'm going to counter with. It
1: sounds the best.
2: The Midas March like. to a million is going to be my. That's so pitch. boring.
0: I mean, that's just a variation of mine. The march to one million. What? Yeah, leave
2: the marketing up to me. <laughs> listen, please. listen, we'll leave it to the our, our great commenters out there. And, and I just Peter want to say, pick pick the pick the no. no, no, million. No, no, no. I, 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 I just want hold on, hold on. I got something important. I, I got genuinely something important to say. As as, okay. as we uh, right. uh, yeah,
1: uh, Ben, genuinely. stop. He's got but, something genuinely
2: important. Stop, stop fooling around. But I, I, to to that effect, in addition to just speaking with your friends and your family, um, I, we are excited to announce that we have partnered again with Field Team Six to do some incredible volunteer opportunities that you could get involved in. We're always looking for ways to activate this Midas Mighty community and put you to work because there is no one who can make greater change than you. And so if you go to fieldteam6, that's the number six, slash volunteer dash ops, O-P-S, fieldteam6.org slash volunteer dash ops ops, you will see the Midas Touch picks of the week. So here are just some examples. We are teaching on Zoom how to register Democrats on the ground in North Carolina. You can learn on Zoom how to register voters on the ground in Wisconsin. There's an important election there in Wisconsin, Supreme Court race in Wisconsin that you could get involved with and a bunch of other picks. So you could go and check this out. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that you could get involved directly. uh, Feet to the floor. Get to work, you know, do do the job that makes our democracy thrive. So I just want to make sure
0: I love it. So everyone make sure to subscribe here. Do me a favor too. Make sure you all subscribe to the audio podcast. As we get 1 million subscribers on our YouTube, I'd like to march to 1 million audio subscribers as well. So if you can, if you're only subscribed on YouTube, guess what? go and please search Midas Touch on your audio and hit subscribe and and play them on the audio. You may get a different experience by by listening to an audio. And when you share this with people, there are some people who don't watch YouTube, but they know podcasts. So tell others to download this wherever they get their audio podcast. And for those who just listen on audio, whatever audio app you do, subscribe to the YouTube channel as we Peter Piker, pick Peckle, Pickle Peppers, the Jordy, you know what? <laughs> the comments, the
2: comments are coming in. A lot of people oh. seem to favor Midas Million March or the Million mm, Midas March.
1: There no. are some people who Overwhelmingly say- in my favor.
2: I don't know. I saw somebody say that yours is long. They're, 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 they're Let's just say
0: the React, there's a lot of great opinions and we'll we'll discuss yeah. offline. Also, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. There are exclusive memberships at Patreon. That's how we fund the network wherever you are in the world. You can join patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash M-E-I-D-A-S-T-O-U-C-H. We just scheduled another... Zoom session where we will answer every single question that you want to ask us in person. And so, well, not in person, on Zoom. (laughs) So um, check that out. The last time we went three hours, we answered every single question. So if you want to join us at patreon.com slash Midas Touch and meet us there and ask us a question directly, join patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And there's also one of the memberships there. You can become an honorary producer of the Midas Touch podcast. Your name appears right here on the show. And then again, at the end of the show, you'll get a poster saying that you're an honorary producer that you can hang wherever you want. Um, And you just get recognized for that producer status. Now, one of the things you can do as well, if you're already a producer, or you want to sponsor somebody else to become a producer Go to patreoncom slash Touch and just sign up for whosever name you want to become an honorary producer, and we'll display that name if you don't want your name displayed, or if you just want to make and make it anonymous, that's fine as well. Whatever you ultimately prefer, we could have anonymous, and then just say anonymous one, anonymous two. So those are all options there. Also, check out store.MidasTouch.com. That's store.MidasTouch.com for the best Midas Touch gear. Everything we make at Midas Touch is 100% union made and 100% made in the United States. They say copycat sometimes is the best form of flattery. And while there are many people who copy our Midas Touch gear, and normally I would go, okay, whatever, They don't make them union-made, and they don't make them here in the United States. So don't get those. Please get the official Midas Touch gear. And of course, when you buy from store.midastouch.com, that helps grow this network as well. And you can get some cool Midas Touch gear that you can wear. I always love when I'm in crowded events and I see people wearing Midas Touch gear. That's store.midastouch.com. Folks, we've covered a lot of topics here. I want to thank each and every one of you for watching for listening for being a part of this pro-democracy community none of this is possible without you we love you all thank you so much for all of your support and Jordy I'll let you take it away
1: so you guys forget I have the last word so I just want to wish all our followers a very happy Midas million Member subscriber marathon month shout out to the Midas mighty The best part of waking up? Maggot Tears in my cup. Check out the new Maggot Tears mug available now at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com. It's 100% union made right here in the USA. I know I'm not tired of winning yet. How about you? Get yours today.